Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey, this is Amy. And Megan. And we had this wild idea that's now becoming a reality. We've created the Nourish Your Soul Retreat. If you're ready to give yourself the gift of turning inward in order to awaken all parts of you, to spend a day tapping into your creative feminine power, intuition, and nature, and learn how to fully embody your knowing and capacity for healing. This retreat is for you if you crave real connection with nature and other soulful women who are on a similar path to nourishing their mind, body, and soul. Join us for the Nourish Your Soul Retreat at the beautiful Twin Bluffs Farm in Stockholm, Wisconsin on September 7th, 2019 from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Check out the show notes for the link to our website and the full details. We hope to see you there. It's not about the food. Words that I had heard so many times before, but all I wanted was to be fixed. All I wanted was to be normal around food. Fuck, I just wanted to go to my parents' house and not binge on an entire bag of trail mix. And when I say entire bag, I am not talking about the cute little tiny twist tie Ziploc size bags. I am talking the giant huge bags that you get from Sam's Club. The ones that weigh pounds, like a two pound bag. Trail mix for me was my kryptonite. That was my biggest triggering food that I would binge on when I had very, very bad relationship and a very different relationship with food. Um, Once when I was at our cabin, I got into the cabin. As soon as I got there, I saw that there was a bag of unopened trail mix. I immediately ate as much as I could, realized how much I was eating, got so pissed off at myself that I was eating it, started the shame-blame cycle, kept eating it, knew that I was going to be there for a week, and if this was there, I would continue to eat this trail mix. So I literally ran down to the other end, found the dock while I was still eating the trail mix, and dumped whatever remnants were left in the lake. I had to get rid of it. And then, of course, I hid the bag in the trash way deep down so nobody in my family would know why this bag mysteriously disappeared. That had nothing to do with food, but yet food was front and center. When I started my healing journey, my coach asked me to dig into why I was struggling so much with food, where that fear came from, where that need to control came from, where that anxiety truly stemmed from. And I had always known that, again, that trail mix was such that big trigger to me, but why? Why? And as I started to journal, I really kind of started to the first time understand that it really had nothing to do with food. It was this wild 
game that I had played in my head because somewhere I could compartmentalize that trail mix was somewhat quote unquote healthy. There were good things in there and that I could still eat this deliciously tasty, salty, sweet, wonderful food and still be viewed as healthy because that was the biggest crux of my disordered patterns was in that game that I toyed with of the orthorexia that need to eat clean that need to be viewed that need for me to be viewed as this outstanding health star among anyone who knew me who spent her whole entire life at the gym and only eating the cleanest quote unquote healthy foods I could still kind of squirrel away with trail mix. So somewhere in my mind, that made sense to me. Somewhere in my mind, that became my outlet. And that's where I could again clearly see that it had nothing to do with food. It was about these twisted mind games that I was playing with myself. And the other thing that I realized was, again, how powerful our mind is. I could have in my house bags of almonds, bags of whatever mixed nuts or whatever goes in trail mix. I could have dried fruit in a separate container and we could have chocolates or M&Ms or whatever in a bag and I would have no temptation to grab any of them. No temptation whatsoever. Not at all. I wouldn't even have temptation to mix them together and eat them because it wasn't the same to me. Somewhere I had put this emotion, this this feeling onto this mystical creature that totally tore me down. And that's where we started to really dive into. It had nothing to do with food. It had nothing to do with food. It had done with the emotions that I was tying to it, this creation that I had made. I will also say a huge part of this, if you are struggling was that I truly at that point in time in my life was very undernourished, primarily with carbohydrates and fats. So it did make very logical sense that something that I would binge on was a very carbohydrate and fat dense treat food pattern. So that's kind of a different story for a different day. And a lot of that was obviously relieved truthfully once I began to nourish my body and actually fuel it and I didn't have those desires anymore. But that's my story about why food is just not the reason why you're struggling. And I want you to think, are you an emotional eater? Maybe you don't relate with my trail mix story. That's a big story that has a lot of weight in my life. But can you at any point in your time identify when you were leaning on food for emotional reasons or maybe you can relate to my trail mix story maybe a piece of that makes sense to you and so I'm not just going to tell you it's not about the food because we all know that but I am going to challenge you to dig into if there is a particular area in your nutrition that you are struggling with I want you to dig into why is there something that triggers you Is there an emotion or a behavior or an action that draws you into emotionally being tied to food? Then I want you to be very mindful of that. Just notice that pattern. I talk a lot about 
We never meet ourselves with shame, blame, or guilt. It's just with curiosity. Being open to exploring why you are leaning into the way that you are leaning in. If you're really feeling triggered and it's a really, really tempting spot, slow down. Slow everything down. In that frenzy when I binged, everything was heightened. There was almost an adre- there was an adrenaline rush to that. Not only from the food that I was getting, but like the thought of getting it, the idea of getting it. My heart would race. I would get excited. I would get, ooh, all the tingles. And then you would crash and spiral down from that. So just slowing yourself down, taking some really deep breaths. And if it's a food that you're eating and you want to continue to eat it, taste it. Actually feel the sensation of what that is in your mouth. Are you getting in those flavors? I read somewhere ages ago that we only really taste, truly taste, the first couple bites. So when we get really mindless, whether it's in a binge state or just a mindless eating state, we're not even really tasting the deliciousness of the food that we're meant to be enjoying. And once you start to see a pattern, once you start to identify some things, then we have to find some alternative options. Not meaning that you can't eat those foods that you're leaning towards. I'm never ever going to tell you that. But I never felt well physically, emotionally, psychologically when I was binging on that trail mix. I never felt well when I overindulged in that trail mix. Made me bloated, kind of just wasn't a great feeling, shame, blame, guilt, all of that kind of tied into that. So I needed to start to, when I was feeling stressed or when I was feeling triggered or whatever emotion prompted me to go into that binge or that mindless eating pattern, what are things that I could do that gave me equal satisfaction to help me calm and soothe that emotion or that feeling or that situation that I was experiencing. And what I said, go back to that and really hear, it has to give you equal satisfaction. If it does not give you that same sensation, it will not work. It will not work. People always say like, oh, get up and go for a walk or go do this. And yes, the physical movement, all of those things change it. But if it's not still soothing the emotion or the frustration or the anxiety that I'm feeling, it's not going to work. It's not going to make me feel satisfied. And the key that I tell all of my one-on-one clients and all the ladies that I work with, I go back to this all the time too, is my kind of golden nugget of that is peanut butter. If I'm mindlessly eating peanut butter, which I tend to do because, or any nut butter, let's be real for that matter. And I realize like, Megan, you probably shouldn't be doing this. You're putting a bandaid. I'm being stressed out. I'm not going to eat that. Or I have a really strong craving for it. I'm going to eat something else. Well, then I eat something else that doesn't satisfy me in the same way. It doesn't help that. Well, now I've eaten a bunch of something else. 
I still haven't dealt with what was happening, why I was feeling the way I was initially feeling, and now I'm going to go back to the peanut butter or start the peanut butter. So now I have just consumed a lot more food and a lot more and still gone back to the, the piece that I didn't want to do because I still wasn't tackling what was happening. So we have to be equally satisfied and actually tackle the issue that we are trying to tackle. Implement those tools. See how it feels. Continue to practice them. It doesn't happen overnight. It did not happen for me overnight, but it took a lot of work. But those things were easy, simple things that I could just start to be more mindful of. And they're easy, simple things that you can be more mindful of. Remember, it's not about the food. It never, ever is. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode, and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.